on page Reis Zayin, in the parasha of Ayyavasa Yaakov Levadim. It's the Shabbos, but it's still in that parasha of Ayyavasa Yaakov Levadim. And that's really what Rosh Hashanah is talking about. That at the end of the day, and if the all that the person learns, and if the all that we've been trying to receive, the Nekudah Salev from one person can't really be given over to the other person. There's an Indian of side, of side, of the secret of that Nekudah Salev that really cannot be communicated from one person to the other. And that's the Indian of Ayyavasi the Chazal say such an astonishing thing that Yaakov was left alone. The Chazal say, says the same thing by Hashem. That Hashem is alone. So Yaakov Avinu is alone and Hashem is alone. And what is the meaning? How could there be any kind of a heckish between Yaakov Avinu being alone and the Bari Olam is Vinizgav Hashem Levada? How could there be a comparison? Vinizgav Hashem Levada, Yaakov Baruch who is alone and that Yaakov Avinu is alone. So Biyuchem has a whole talk about this and it's not for now but it's important before going on. Avyuchim explains that there is a certain part of a person that in that part of the essence of who he is, he can't depend on anybody else. He can't rely on anything outside of himself. Your mommy, your daddy, your friends, your rebbe, your teacher. Everybody, everybody's there for you. There's Hashem. But the etzim of who a person is and what a person wants to be and how a person is going to bring that out in his life at the end of everything is Vayavosa Yaakov Levada each person himself has to make that decision each person himself can't depend on anyone other than himself for that what does it mean the person who is truly happy, is the one who samech bechelkai. Bechelkai. With his chelk. There's somebody who's not feeling well, a very delicious Jew who told me the other day. <clears throat> he has a lot of anxiety and depression. Because this, not that he's not feeling well. So the doctor is telling him he has to watch comedy. Has to, so he's trying you know, to watch funny shows or to get old funny movies and things. And he said the things that used to make him laugh, he can't he can't laugh. He's trying. He, he, the, the things he watches that when he saw the Mishas Maisa, he was doubled over. He was, he was getting sick from laughing. And now he looks at it. So, he knows the truth. And you and I know the truth. That at the end of the Yavosa Yaakov means that you can't depend not on Abba Costello and not Laurel and Hardy. I don't know if that means anything to the younger Hever. Whatever. Whoever it is nowadays, I'm not sure. But the ones who are over 40, 45 know what I'm talking about. You can't depend on, on somebody outside, you know, the court jester. The Yavasi Yaakov Vada means that the sight of a person inside of himself has to find happiness. The person who is the rich person, the one who is happy with his chalak. That chalak of who a person is, is the side of a human being, of a Yehosa Yaakov Vada. And that you can't give to another person. You can't give that person to another person. You could be mechazik, you could help, you could remind, you could encourage, you could do all the good stuff in the world. But, but at the end, Yaakov was by himself. And that's when Yisgav Hashem that a Jew has the ability in that way to be like the Bari Olam who doesn't depend on anybody else. Doesn't need anybody else. Of course we all need each other. We need. But to be the people that we need to become at the end, that depends on ourselves. 
you could read all of the Swarm, and you could go to Tzadikim, and you could have a tremendous amount of his Iris and his Chaskas, and all of that. But, that's the Mulchem Sachai. That's the war of being in this world, of being able to uncover one's own Neshama, to be able to find one's own source of his Chaskas. A person who does not do that it makes no difference how much chiz you can give him. I'm sure you get you get you have friends that ask you. I have calls all the time. People I don't know. This is the, someone calls me, tells me that uh, I just my my niece uh, was has has some problems in her marriage. She needs chizik. Everybody needs chizik. We get those calls. We made those calls in life. Chizik. But there's a person who be'etzim is eno mischazik. That no matter how much chizik you give him, it can only last for a short time. Because there's no inyin of a yivasa yakar There's no time within himself that he gives to that nakuda of who he is. Because if a person is icing in what we're learning, be'ens, and takes it seriously, then you don't need anybody else to give you chizik. You really don't. It's always nice. It's always good to get a pat on the back. It's always good to get a smile at Mitzideinu. We're hyped to do that all the time for our friends and for every Jew. But, but we don't have to have that. What we have to have is that quiet and true and real person inside of ourselves that this entire Sefer has been about to come to that point of Lakai Nishamash Nisat to be Tahiri. You see, there are marriages where the wife is spending 30, 40 years like a schnar waiting for her husband to say a nice word. <coughs> She's like a schnar. She's schnarring for a nice word. It's terrible. And the guy needs to get a smack on the head. You don't have any Rahmanis, so say something nice. And he's waiting for 30 years uh, for whatever he's waiting for. He has only he's waiting for. And then you have people that they're in the world that the parents have already died years ago. And the parents never gave them something. So what do you want? They're, they're not here anymore. So you're waiting until you'll be 120 so you can come to Shemaim to say, you know, I have a big time against you. What are you going to do? At 120, you're going to come to your father and your mother and say, I have a time. You didn't say this to me. You said that to me. No. A time. That's what we have to be. We have to be strong. We have to be warriors. In everybody's life, that's how it is. Each person with his own inyan. And there's no way around that. The only people who don't have that are people who are not thinking. The people are stopped living like, like in, a, in a dream, in a cloud. But any person who's is thinking knows that Esav, the Malach, the Sarashal Esav is always looking for those people, for those people who don't have energy of their own, who don't have their own light, who are needy and dependent and waiting always for someone else to pull them out. So Esav smacks, oh, he smells a Jew like that. Esav, <clears throat> the Sahara, the Sitrachra, the Sultan, the Malach Amavis, call him whatever you want. And he smells a Jew like that, oh, he goes after. I have here a tzabroch and a lonely Jew. And he doesn't have within himself, he doesn't have a simch, he doesn't have chiz, he doesn't have a schaskas within himself. So I'm going to go after this year. And then he's going to call up his friend, or he's going to call up some rabbi, or some, he's going to go make an appointment by some tzaddik, and someone's going to sprinkle some blessings on him, and he's going to make him happy. He's going to walk out feeling like a million dollars for half an hour. And then he's back with himself. And the whole world doesn't like him, and the whole world's his enemy, and the whole world's not his friend, and he doesn't have any chaskas, and he doesn't have any chaskas, no one's giving him time, no one has any shaykhs to him, uh, this, and it's a whole of life is bad, and so when Yaakov is by himself, and he doesn't need anybody to be Yaakov. He doesn't need anybody. That doesn't mean he doesn't appreciate anybody. Of course. You appreciate everybody in your life. You appreciate but you don't need anybody. That's why Yavasi Yaakov Avada. And that really is what Rav Shavuot is talking about. That at the end, at the end, 
one person can try to give over to another person. But whether you're going to be able to uncover within yourself that nakuda of the side of who you are, of the neshama, just nobody could take you to that place. That you have to. That, that's that's you've got to do yourself. You have to work. That's what it's about. But in order to get there, in order to be, in order to be able to be such a person, you have to do two things. That's what we're learning. You have to, you have to think, think, and you have to stop thinking. Those are the two things you have to do. You have to think a lot, but you have to stop thinking. That's what we're learning. Thinking, thinking to be ma'ayin, to be misboyin, thinking to try to. Th- to try to understand and to think all that we've been learning in the last few talking. Now we're learning about at the end to come to that point within oneself, you have to be able to have shakit. It has to be quiet. There has to be a, a certain amount of peacefulness and quiet. On page Reh Zayin, Hayetziyim itfitzah samachshava ha'pnimis l'gilui being able to go out of the world of thought and get to the essence to the essence of oneself because remember thoughts are also not the essence thoughts are also not it's the closest the mind is the closest but it's not the essence so in order to cross over from the thoughts to the essence, there needs to be quiet. Quiet, we're not talking about external noise. That, of course, shouldn't be noisy. But there has to be, even within one's brain, to get rid of the turbulence inside one's head. They try to explain this from the world that we're familiar with, from the world that we understand. Each person recognizes within himself different types of machshavas, different levels of thoughts. There is a light thought. And a light thought is soft, calm. For instance, a person who looks to the right and looks to the left because he has to cross over the street. If there was if there was no time in the past where there was any sort where there was any sort of sort of a, a trauma, anything that happened, God forbid, to traumatize him, something an accident while he was crossing. Other than that, a person who has a person who's crossing a street, he doesn't have to think deeply. He does have to think for a second. And everybody that drives knows that sometimes you're driving and there's just a person that just start walks it, start, goes across the street without looking. They're preoccupied, especially now you have people that sometimes they're on the phone or something, or you have an older person who's just whatever, and starts crossing. It's a pocket. But normally, that kind of a thought doesn't require anything deep. It's not complicated, it's not hard, it doesn't take much energy. But it still requires some awareness of what's going on. He quickly, he looks to the right, he looks to the left, thinks for a split second, he crosses. The thought that he's having is very, very superficial. It's very simple. Kala, Umihira, it's light, it's fast. Zo, he crosses. 
Midach Makrim Anuach 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 On the other hand, there are other Makshavas that require concentration and, and much deeper thought to analyze something. Ma'amika is deeper thoughts. Lafamim Adam Nimsa Be'ezeshu Inyan Savuch. Sometimes a person is in a very complicated Inyan. Me'nim is a Inyan Limudi. Could be in learning. He's learning something or studying something. Or Inyan Maisi. Or he has to work something out Lamaisa. It requires concentration and thought. And he tries to concentrate all of his machshavas in order to be able to find a solution. For instance, somebody is, uh, somebody is running a bank or an account. He's an accountant. Whatever it might be. He has to have chashbainas. He's keeping chashbainas. For a business, for a company. When the numbers don't work out, when the numbers don't stim, so you see that the numbers didn't come out the way it's supposed to on the two sides of the page, but it didn't come out the right way. So now he has to he has to go over this whole thing. He has to concentrate to work out what am I what am I missing? What did I overlook? What's going on? And in order to do that. Soigun as Atzman, he has to close himself up in a room, he has to, has to be quiet, and he has to try to go over this to concentrate. To know what happened to that number? What happened to the number? Where did it go? So this is already, this requires more exertion, this is a, this is requires more concentration. That type of a machshav. After a person has really, really concentrated very hard and worked very much in the machshavas, it could be that you're working so hard on it that you that you might have a headache. There were tzaddikim that their concentration. I mentioned last week the chazanish, but there were tzaddikim that they were famous for that. That, that they constantly have to wear towels, hot towels, or compresses on their heads. Because the, because the, the, the recourse, the concentration, the, how much they were thinking. And, and they would have tremendous headaches from the amount of, the amount of, of energy that they were putting into their thoughts. The same way if you're, if you're walking very, very far, if you're running a lot, whatever, your legs hurt you. There's a person thinking so much that it starts to hurt. That a person is using, exerting the muscles of his mind more than what he usually does. Could be exhausted. A person could be sitting in one place. He didn't go anywhere, and he's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking. And he's exhausted, even though someone can say, what are you exhausted about? You're sitting in a chair the whole day, what are you so tired? Comes home, what happened, you did you ran a marathon or something? What are you so tired about? No, but my head, my head, and, and, and the person's exhausted from that. All the people who are not learning, you know, you always hear from, uh, from people who are not learning, yeah, yeah, sure, I would love to be able to sit all day and I would be. Sure, they would love to sit all day. They wouldn't like to learn all day. They would love to sit all day. But they don't want to concentrate all day. But if a person with the emiss is concentrating, working hard, and learning all day, it's hard. It's a very, very, very hard thing. Mechan kamei sheherachnu adam tzorachlis raga lach shaymachshavis yuniyais ma'amikais. So we learned on the one hand, it's very important for each and every one of us to become people who are ma'ayinim, misbainim, people who think hard. I'm not going back into what we learned earlier, but think hard to try to analyze, to understand. And when, again, we're not talking here about a person having to be brilliant or a genius. Each person is madrega to try to stop and to think. What is this? What's the tachos of my life? To make a cheshman hanefesh, to dissect his day, to think about his matziv, this situation in life. Who am I? What am I doing? What happened? What am I seeing? What am I watching? What's going on? 
to try to understand. Amnam, Tahalich Zer, Yotzer Michad, Yitzia Mehamaisa, Vadivar, Lotaychavan. Now, this way of thinking, analytically thinking deeply and concentrating, on the one hand, it will have the effect, hopefully, the desired effect of taking the person out a little bit from the Olam HaMaiser, from the Olam HaSiyah, from doing stuff, and it will take him out also of Dibur, of talking. Remember, and we know that most people, most of their lives, except when they're sleeping, are, are doing stuff, or talking, or are reading, which again, other people's thoughts are communicating in other ways, on the phone, this, that. Busy, busy. So, the importance of thinking deeply is that it does remove you to some degree. It helps you to spend some time away from doing, which is more superficial, and speaking, which is also outside of oneself. So thinking is the beginning of drawing a person to that world that's within himself. Machshavas are within the person. It's not anything, we're not talking about sharing your thoughts, just your thoughts. So that's, in that respect, you have been able, respect, you've been able to climb out of the Olam HaAsiyah, of the physical world of action, of doing things, and out of the world of speaking, Dibu, which is also amongst people, or on the phone, whatever it might be, or even when it comes to uh, reading and hearing something else from some, from some other source, and you're in a place of machshav, of thought. That's already a, a higher madrega. And you've already gone inside. Instead of outside, you're already inside. Aval, next page. Can look at the same. Aval on the other hand, But on the other hand, concentrated thought, deep thought, creates a different kind of noise. When you're busy doing stuff, that's noisy. When you're busy talking about stuff with other people, that's noisy. But now, in your own brain, there's a commotion. See, even though it's a higher madrega, it's a higher level, and it's, and it's inward as opposed to outward, still, it's still not quiet. It's noisy. Ein zerash shall tractorim or bulldozerim, that's the Hebrew word for tractor and bulldozer. Aval etzem hamachshava ha'iyunis Israelis really think that that's Hebrew, by the way. They think that we're just imitating their Hebrew words and we made them into English. <clears throat> it's not the noise uh, that's coming from outside of the, of the tractors and the bulldozers. But thinking itself, not, not the kind of thought like crossing the street. That's not, it's a, it's a very light thought. It doesn't create any tumult. But when a person's thinking deeply about something, then he tnuumasmedis. The brain is 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 cooking. It's leibedik. It's moving. I mentioned many times over the years how Rav Zevin described how when he was in Lubavitch as a young man, and he remembered by the Rebbe Rashab from Lubavitch how how the Rebbe would say would say and for six, seven, eight hours, he said, Sichas. But as Evan describes how people were coming and different people were going and, and they couldn't, you know, for a little while, and they, they, because it, the, the, in the end there would be, there were a few who stayed the whole time with Chazad Ovin to try to explain to everybody. And the Rebbe Shab is an unbelievably deep thinker. Unbelievably deep. If you look at those who are familiar with the Chassidus of the Rashab, the Maim of the Shashik Dimu, 
He has one Indian, I've mentioned this, Mishash Ekdimu, there's three volumes, thousands of pages, on one Indian. One Indian. And he takes it through every parish and every yant of that Indian. And you have to hold cup. And there's, there's no repetition or anything like that. It's just deeper and deeper and deeper. From, from the time, from Rosh Hashanah, until the next Rosh Hashanah. It was every single Shabbos and Yantar, he continued with this Indian. He was a very big mamik in, in Kabbalah and Hasidus. And as Evan describes what it was like when the Rebbe Shabbat gave, gave a, a Salamayim. It was very beautiful how he describes it. So many people. And it was, you, he said, you could hear a pin drop. And even the Pshutim, even the simple, simple Yidin, they couldn't understand the word of what he was talking about, they, but they liked to go watch and to see. And, and it, was, it was something. And he says how every, every minute or two, when the Rebbe Shabbat was saying the Maimah, he used to all of a sudden go, shh, shh, shh. And nobody was saying a word. There was total silence in the room. He wasn't, Rav Zevin says he wasn't silencing the room. What was he silencing? He was silencing the, the flow of thoughts. There was, such a, a, there was such a storm in his head. There was such a storm. Remember, he had to divide this up over 52 weeks. He had the Indian. And there was such a storm in his head. So he says how he, he said how he used to hold and he used to he seen changing colors and he used to go shh shh to himself. So we don't have such things going on in this like that. It's not so uh, <laughs> it's not so busy over there. But you don't have to shh but a little bit of shushka each person has in his own in his own madrega when you're thinking about something in a deeper way, each person on his level feels that storm inside of himself. And, it, and you can't come to your neshama in a storm. You can't come to yourself in that way. Because, because God has found, Tavka, as we know, Hashem is found in a place of absolute silence. The Etzim HaNasham is silent, is quiet. So, here, that's why I said before, you have to think, and then you have to stop thinking. So, Hashkata, silencing and quieting the mind, is that last, is that last shlav, stage, that's necessary in order to be able to get into oneself, into that place of Elokai HaNasham. Shemesat to be Taherihi. A person who lives, he lives according to how he feels, just uh, naturally. It's not a balavite. So he's not a person, he's not a person that enters into those kind of deep, noisy thoughts. Whatever he does, doesn't need that, he doesn't have to. So the movement inside of his mind is, for the most part, it's, it's, it's weak. It's, it's not much going on. Again, it doesn't mean he's not intelligent. But it's not busy. There's not much business inside. It's quiet inside. It's quiet. You can do all kinds of narish quiet. The only thing I remember from Persian is, is Kalepuk. <laughs> Kalepuk? How do you translate that? Is that Aaron? That's you? Oh, my glasses. What is, how do you translate that to English, Kalepuk? I didn't say Arabic. It's not. It's Persian, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I said. I said Arabic? No, I said I thought Persian. I don't know any Arabic. I mean, I, I know some obscene words in Arabic, but I wouldn't want to discuss it. It means an airhead. We used to have an expression in school the old days. Somebody was a KP. KP was a Kelly Pook. It means there's not much going on. <laughs> there's not much going on. It's an, an airhead. It means it's, uh, there's a lot of spaces, a big empty spaces. That doesn't mean he's dumb. No, he's not. He's not busy. He's not busy. 
the most choshev thing inside of his head could be, you know, whatever, something from work or something like this. But it's not. There's nothing really. There's nothing. There's not oimik inside of the of person's mind. This person's mind. So it's a roiv hanoshim mishlo oisek ba'avide iyunis. Look, by most people, unless a person is really somebody who works ba'avide iyunis and ba'avide of of concentrating and thinking. Most of the machshavas are light and fast. Light and fast. They come and they go. Therefore, it's relatively, relatively quiet. Kal, light means it doesn't, it doesn't weigh the person, it doesn't weigh the mind down, it doesn't occupy the mind. It's a, it's a, they're fleeting thoughts. People that live, most people live their lives, to a large extent, their lives are filled, their heads are filled with fleeting thoughts. Lots and lots of different thoughts. Come, go, come, go, come, different things. Not the Iyun, not working in the Indian out, the Sugiyat, with, <clears throat> on a regular basis. Gam imhu poel kol hazman. Even if the mind is constantly at work. Kigon, for instance, Eitzel Noshim Ha'avdais, Kemaskiros. For instance, he says, you could have some women, and it would apply the same to men, but again, but the most, the most uh, common thing, that someone's working in an office as a secretary. Shemirim Ha'sholosh Telefonim Biyachet. You could have someone who's holding three telephones at the same time. But for the most part, these are not deep things. It's just, she's busy. The secretary is busy. But it's not like she's discussing the meaning of life on any of these calls. It's to this and not that and to that and that. She has to make shaduchim between the boss and this and that and do different things. But it's not that it's an oimik, a depth. It's light. It's busy. A lot of times people get confused being busy with, with really using the mind. It's just busy. It's a lot of, a lot of volume. But not much taichen uh, that's really so demanding of the mind. There are a lot of jobs like that that people have. And they're very, very busy. They're very busy. They're tired and they feel overworked and stressed out. But it's, it, it, many, of the, many jobs that are like that, it's because of the amount and the, uh, there's a stress because of the expectations and the demands. But I mean the kaya doesn't necessarily have to be, is not necessarily that which is challenging or deep. So there are a lot of thoughts, but they're light thoughts. Of course, if there's some complication, the secretary, that she's trying to work out in union, she has to work on, of course, then it takes more thought. Usually, Unless a person makes a considered effort to be an individual who is thinking deeply, who uses the mind in such a way to be megalo the koch iyunibemachshavayisef, to be a person who analyzes and thinks deeper thoughts. Unless you work at that, Most people, their thoughts are light and fast. And therefore, hein yosef shkaitos. Therefore, it's quieter inside the brain. Kasherah, the misragel, lachshayv, machshaviyun is. When a person becomes accustomed to thinking machshaviyun is, in this way, in a way, in, in a deeper way. Harish michad, ho yotzer ma'echitzaynis, mi'echitzaynis l'teich p'nimis. So, on the one hand, this person who, is, who has a koacha of iyun, who is a deep thinker. So on the one hand, Baruch Hashem, his life is not superficial. He's, he's, he's thinking. So he's not living just in the chitzayinus. He's not just living outside in think, doing things and speaking about things. He's, he's in the world of thought, which is much, of course, more pnimistic. idach, but of course, the, I don't want to use, we shouldn't use the word disadvantage, but the, the other side of the coin is 
that who keep up Paul Yasok Shokach Hamachshava, but Hamachshava is really as Yosef Yunis Yosef Pnimis. Well, he needs Paulus Yosef. But now the brain cells are, are are busy, and things are cooking in the brain, and and it's things are moving around in the brain a lot, which creates rash noise. It's good noise. It's healthy noise, but it's still noise. It's more pnimis, and the more pnimis a thought is, the the deeper thought, the more inner the thought, the more involved it is, the more active a thought, as opposed to shallow, superficial thoughts, which are very, which are quiet thoughts, which are simple and quiet thoughts that don't make a big, that don't make a big noise in the brain. Mimela, Davke for the person who uses the, I mean, each should try, who uses the kalach of iyun, of deeper thinking. Davke for that person, the final shlav, the last stage of avoida, which is hashkata, silencing the mind, quieting the thoughts. Kosha Yosu, that's hard. You have a guy, he just, he, he, he works, he, he has a, a job, whatever. His job is to see to it that the, that, the, that the cow doesn't go over the fence. That's his job. He's a shaman. Okay, that's his job. There's a lot of room in there. It doesn't take up anything. And, and for that person, for that person, to, in order for him to quiet his mind, what do you have to do? Just, they shouldn't think about the cow for a minute. That's not much. But a person who's really using his machshavas and be'in and so on, so hashkata is very hard. It's much, it's much more difficult. But of course, it's worth it. Im hayinu boim lahafil es hashkata l'fnei sh'odem hifil v'imet esamach If we wanted to if he wanted to use this kach of hashkata, of silencing, of quieting the mind, before the person exerted his mind, it wouldn't be much of a jump. That's not too hard. He hasn't exerted his mind. He's not thinking very deeply. So to quiet down this person's thoughts, if he wants, obviously he has to be interested in that, it's pretty easy. Because it's not, it's not so busy. Avalat talich k'moisha amarnu. Chumis chidu live ma is kaima shamachshave iyunis. But we learned that we can't live that way. A Jew cannot live as a KP, as a kalepuk. He cannot live. That's the only thing you can remember from the Shia. A person, a person cannot live that way. You can't live, a Jew can't live without thinking. A Jew can't be such a person or thinking about, uh, about lightweight things or narish kind. A little bit in your head you could take a vacation for a minute here and there. But otherwise, a Yid has to track, has to think and work things out. The mind has to be alive and active. That's the, that's the beginning, that's the tahalich, that's, that's necessary. So the, the way of avoid is not to say, look, I don't have much going on in my mind, so I could skip the, I could skip the whole parasha of deep thinking, and I'm ready for hashkata. Since it's better, I'm, I'm, I'm more ready, I'm more prepared for hashkata because I only have a cow in my head. It's no big deal. To get rid of the cow is not, it's not hard. So you know what? I'm going to be a chacham. And this is what he's thinking about. He's thinking, I'm going to be a big chacham. And what I'm going to do is, I'm going to spend my life not thinking. This way, for me, it'll be the easiest thing to come to the Etzim HaNeshama. You know why? Because since to get into the Neshama, there has to be quiet. So why make noise to begin with? Like this, I'm going to live in a quiet state. I just think about nice things. I like to have, someone told me that to have a thing to put onto the, 
that it has a hard time falling asleep or something, it has a machine and it makes the sound of an ocean, they could press another button, it makes the sound of, uh, I don't know, about a mountain, something, okay. There are different buttons it makes. So he decides he's gonna live his life like that, he's gonna walk around with headphones, he's gonna hear like the ocean, he's gonna hear birds chirping. And this way, he says, I'm ready to come to my neshama, you know why? Because I live in a state of constant hashkata. I have a quiet mind. No, that's not the Seder. The Seder is Davke Vayaavek Ish Imai. There's the wrestling, the fighting, the thinking, the Iyun, the Oymek. And to come to Allah's Hashachah, to come to that quiet, afterwards, to clear out, which is the avoid of Hashkata. It doesn't mean you don't have any thoughts. Just like Shtika doesn't mean that you have nothing to say. Well, you admire a person, you say, you, you see somebody who doesn't talk, you say, what an avoider. He's such a kaiyach of shtika. That's not that's not avoid of shtika. He's nothing to say. That's shtika. At least at least he's he's, he's a balmadrega that he knows he has nothing to say, so he doesn't try. Most people have nothing to say, and they try anyway to say. So he's not saying anything. That's that's already to me the taiva. That's not called shtika. Shtika is like what the Rebbe Yashab is doing. Shash. Shtika. Silence is not void. It's not because you have nothing going on. It's not what it means to be silent. It means that you have a lot to say, but you hold yourself back from saying it. You have a veld, you have a lot that you could think about, but you hold yourself back for, for this moment, that you should be quiet. That's called hashkata. That's the meaning of hashkata. That's what it means, Rakla Achami came, live noise is Kohashkot. Kohashkot, that Avodah Hashkot means it's something that comes, it comes after the Avodah in Machshove, in thinking, in Iyun. Then there's an Avodah that's called Hashkot. It doesn't mean Sheket. Hashkot means to, to quiet it down. Well, the whole Shabbos, is, we'll, we'll learn about that in the Shabbos here. It's the meaning of the Avodah of Shabbos. Therefore, crossing over for this person to cross over from from deep thinking into the world of Hashkata, into the quiet place of Shekhet, it's more difficult and it's sharper, meaning it's harder, it's harder to do. Because this this person's life, his mind has gotten used to thinking a lot and thinking deeply. In order to quiet this person's mind, it is necessary to, to silence and to, and to limit these two chalakim, hein as kamusa chashiva, meaning the amount of thoughts, vehein as oimakachashiva, the quantity of thoughts, and also the quality of thought. There are two things that are pressing in this person's mind. Two. One is the volume of thoughts. There's a lot. He thinks about a lot of things. And the second thing is he thinks deeply about a lot of things. So for this person, Hashkata is going to have to address these two things. The volume, the amount of thoughts, and the level and quality of thoughts. And we're going to explain each of these, how to do this. As far as the amount is concerned. After a person has worked very hard to be able to have thoughts that are thoughts of depth. Again, using each person on his level, her level to analyze, to think over something. After that, all over the Hashiva moves seconds. 
when the person must become accustomed, the next part of the avoda is called chashiva muksekes. What does that mean, chashiva muksekes? It means to be able, he's going to explain, but just, it means to think, to stop thinking, to think, and to stop thinking all of life. The person has to go in that way. Thinking, and then not to think, and then back to thinking. Thinking that comes after not thinking. And then again, that's Seder. Klaima. For instance, the person is thinking about something uh, Going back to the guy that had, that's running some big account, and he has to think about the numbers that should work out. So this guy is working on this Indian. There's something wrong with the, with the account. And he's working on this Indian 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour. He's mamish racking his brains to get to this. And he's not stopping. He's going on and on and on. Until he finds the solution. Until he solves the mystery. That's not the best way to do it. Even though that might have worked for him, it's not the best way. The best way, there's a more pnimistic way. And the more pnimistic way is now, the lahafsik doesn't mean like Ben Azman, and you understand. I'm not talking here about uh, a three-week all-expense-paid trip to Hawaii or something. Lahafsik means for a little time, a little bit. It can even be for a moment, for a few moments. We'll talk about it. To think, lahafsik, and to stop thinking. To, to shut it down, quiet. And then, nochamol. Lachshayv ula hafsik. Offhand, and some of you are thinking about this right now, this doesn't sound like the best way. Madua, why? Because naturally, you built it up to a certain tension, to a certain pitch, and you're getting closer to the closer to the solution, and all of a sudden, boom, you back off. So naturally, a person thinks that's not the Mahalach. I'm going to kill myself till I get to it. Somebody's going in a car and he presses on the gas pedal. Some of you have had rides. We've had rides like that. With guy presses the pedal, stops, presses, stops, presses. Stops. It's going to take a long time to get there. He has to get someplace in a half hour, and this guy presses and he stops, he presses, he stops. And not for my kids, there's a light, there's a stop sign. It's done. That's how he drives. So, that's not. That's, so that's, we think that that's how it is with thinking also. Oh, if you stop, that's ridiculous. Once you're going, then you got to go. That's how you're going to get there. So we think that's how it is in Avaidah too. It's not true. It's not true in thinking. It's not true in Avaidah Hashem either. Tzarech l'chayr l'ulchayitz chazak ad shikarbul satnufu. No, when you're driving, you have to press down hard until you get it. It gets into a... Then it goes. It goes. And the gas and everything is moving good. The magbil l'zeh b'chashiva. Ba'ifin tivi. That's why a person, when it comes to thinking, a person thinks, What? Is it better to carry this thought to keep my to keep my foot on the pedal till the end, till I get it, to keep my foot on the pedal. Till I till I get to the till I get to the problem and I get the, you know I solve the problem. But that's not true. In Machshavos, not true. Driving, yeah, but it's not true in Machshavos. Why isn't it like that? Because thinking is not driving. It's not the same thing. Thinking comes from a place that is Yosef Nimes. Comes from a much deeper place. We know 
that at the time that you finally get the solution, it's like it fell with a parachute into your brain. Everybody knows that when Tavke, when it was the most complicated and difficult thing, everybody knows that it's not that you were thinking, 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 they went in a certain Seder, and then you, then you sort of quietly arrived at that thought. That's not how it is. The way it works with thinking is that you're thinking, you're thinking, and you don't know what to do, and then it drops into your head like, like Tzoneach means like a Tzanchan, it's like a parachute, right? Just parachutes into your head, just drops into your head. So you'd say, That's, why is that? It should be, you'd think, that the Machshava is getting stronger, 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 then, ding, I got there. That's not how it is. Where did this, where did this uh, thought, where did this solution come from? It wasn't following A, B, C, D. It had all kinds of complications. It didn't go like, then it just sort of eased, glided into, you know, just walked over the plate. It was, it just came from nowhere. At the end, with all of your mashavas, and with all of the energy and all the investment, which you had to do, by the way, it wouldn't have parachuted unless he did that. It's like you just sit, you know, your boss comes in and says, yeah, you have any new ideas? You have some, you have to have, so I'm just, what, what are you doing? So I'm waiting for something. <laughs> I'm paying you, you know, by the hour. It's a little preparation. I'm just waiting for some mahshav. It's going to just drop into my head. No. That's not the mahal. The mahal is iyun, 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 achshiva, mahshav iyunis. But then, quiet. Anyway it happens. You just, we just don't realize it. But that's how it works. Because it comes from a, a place of pneumonies. So he says, if the deepest nakud of a person was what was machshava was his thinking, if the deepest thing of a person is his thoughts, then what? And the thought should have come to the solution. But what came to the solution? What brought the solution? The not thinking, the non-thinking, the space in between. Read books about people make great inventors. All these things happen. It wasn't the Seder of Chasivah. It was, it was during a second of not thinking. Then there was Eureka. During a second of not thinking. It comes like a flash, like we learned, that's the Indian of Chachma. All right, it's late, so people have anything to do tonight, things to do tonight. So, and we'll continue as I shall.